right, it's five o'clock. Good evening, everyone. I'm Kimberly M. Starks, accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. Tonight, we have the distinct pleasure of welcoming our guests for the evening, Representative John Carson and Frank Battaglia, Senior Manager of Aprio, a CPA-led business advisory, Welcome, Representative Carson and Frank. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Before I turn it over to you both, I'd like to share more information with our viewers about you. So let's start with Representative Carson. Representative Carson is a representative in the House of House of Representatives, and he was elected to the position in October 2011 in a special election runoff. He represents the House District 46, which includes Northeast Cobb and the Southeast Cherokee counties. And Atlanta, Atlanta native, like myself, John Carson uh, was raised in a family that encouraged conservative values and the importance of education and ex an excellent work ethic. John's late father was an engineer for Georgia Power and a small business owner. His mother raised three sons and worked in counseling roles at charitable organizations. In addition, both of John's grandfathers were middle Georgia far farmers. John has 18 years of Georgia public education, including an undergraduate in accounting from Georgia State University and a master's in finance from Kennesaw State University. He is a certified public accountant and is employed with Monarch Private Capital. John was previously employed with KPMG in Atlanta, London, and New York, GE Capital, and SunTrust. Welcome, Representative Carson. Thank you. I'm now with state tax incentives, but yes, that's all correct. Thank you. All right, wonderful. And now I'd like to share with you uh, information about Frank before we get started. Frank is a senior manager at Avrio, specializing in research and development tax credits. He brings over six years of accounting and tax experience to clients. Frank dedicates his time to performing R&D tax credit studies for clients in a variety of industries with a focus on manufacturing and technology companies. Frank helps businesses of all sizes save money by preparing R&D tax credit studies and has experience working with companies with complex entity structures and related transactions. His responsibilities include performing technical interviews with subject matter expertise, maximizing clients available benefits, and preparing technical report memoranda. So I want to thank you both for being here this evening. Now, before I turn it over to you both, I, I just like to say for our viewers, this segment is meant for informational purposes only. We want for you to feel assured that from a communication standpoint, you have options. Each business is unique in size, experience, and complexity. Therefore, some of the information to a degree may not be applicable. Take from this what is applicable to you and your business needs. So with that being said, I'd like to start it off with Frank. Frank, share with us at Aprio what it is that you do. Sure, thank you for having me. Uh, I'd appreciate the opportunity. Uh, so as, as, your, uh, as my bio helped help to portray, I'm a, a senior manager uh, in our, in our uh, tax practice uh, focusing primarily on R&D incentives, but um, also working on other incentives too across the board, um, job credits, uh, the digital media credits, uh, film credits, uh, and for training and many others that are out there for, uh, for, uh, for Georgia taxpayers. Um, and so uh, what, what our, our team helps to do is to uh, uh, work, with, work with companies, work with individuals that are uh, either planning to uh, engage in these activities or, or have been engaging, uh, helping to consult them on the best approach to maximize the incentives afforded to them as a taxpayer in Georgia, and uh, you know, help consult them going forward as they, as they grow operations and expand 
Um, and then also, uh, you know, uh, other ways to help consult them in the, in the best way appropriate for them. Um, and so uh, how our team helps more so on this incentive is uh, we help help companies from a kind of two-prong approach is to uh, help maximize what they've already, what, what's available to them, but also, as I said, consult on, on future claims as well, um, and then uh, work with them on helping us get certified uh, with the state, uh, Department of Economic Development, and then uh, help to help to claim those credits, those incentives, and then work with them to either uh, evaluate the best way to use it, and then whether that's to uh, use it against income tax, to apply against uh, payroll tax, or if they want to sell it. And that's really a lucrative opportunity for a lot of our clients uh, in selling that those credits, okay. take that cash and reinvesting into their own operations and for future growth. Uh, so that's kind of a little bit of high level on, uh, on how, how we help uh, really pertaining to this incentive. Okay, interesting. So I've, I've written this down. There are four ways that you can use the tax credit. One is for payroll taxes, for uh, cash operations. There are two that, that I've missed, if you don't mind sharing with us again. Oh, sure, yeah. So it's uh, primarily uh, created against offset income tax. So, so, okay. so income tax due uh, for the taxpayer uh, but you can also have it applied against payroll tax. Okay. Um, and you can also sell the credit. So that that's another, that's the, probably the most lucrative for a lot of our clients where they're starting up operations and they're, they're wanting to grow and they're reinvesting everything uh, and they're not quite profitable. So uh, that's where we see a lot of, a lot of the usage is, is selling the benefit where that's really the one of the, uh, really one of the, the few incentives that you actually can sell and monetize that pretty immediately. I see. And that's where you come in, Representative Carson, where you help businesses monetize uh, from the credit. Share with us, uh, you mentioned uh, you work for uh, another firm. Share with us uh, information about the firm and and what it is that you do from that perspective. Sure. So thank you for that, Kimberly. Uh, and hi, everybody. So uh, in addition to being a state representative in the General Assembly, I uh, serve on the Ways and Means Committee and a number of other committees. I also work for a firm called State Tax Incentives. Um, all of us uh, here, about three or four of us, we have a, probably a total of about 20, 25 years of experience in, uh, just in Georgia credits. But what we do at State Tax Incentives is we monetize those credits, just what Frank was saying. We take those credits that are created from film, digital media, we're getting into other types of credits as well and in other states. And we uh, facilitate a purchase of those credits from a buyer, say a bank, a corporation, a wealthy individual, what have you, to buy those credits from the, the production, digital media uh, production entity or the, uh, the film production company or what have you. That's essentially what we do. And the value that we bring is that rather than filing a uh, tax credit on your tax return and waiting for the refund and so forth, and obviously you have to have a liability and then file that uh, credit against that. What we offer is a service of basically uh, a cash uh, setting up where there is a, a cash payment to you as a digital media company uh, to monetize your credit uh, for a certain amount to put those cash, that cash amount back into your operations uh, to reinvest and so forth. Uh, that's essentially the value that we provide. And that is a great value. Might I say? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So give us an overview of the program. Is it available to individuals as, as well as corporations? I'll, I'll start with that, Frank, if you don't mind. Uh, it is, an, uh, as far as uh, the use of the credits, and then Frank, you, you can talk about uh, creating of the credits. The credits themselves can offset individual income taxes as well as corporate taxes. So the credits that are created by digital media companies could very well be used by the partners uh, or what have you, and many times are, um, before other credits are sold. So that it benefits uh, not just uh, individuals in digital media, it benefits the jobs that are created, it benefits uh, the credits that are generated can be used to offset individual uh, income taxes as, uh, as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, and 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 much the same on, on the front end. Uh, uh, 
really the, the requirements in place are really having enough expense and enough payroll. Uh, okay. So really, it could be claimed by a, a corporation and a, a, a business entity, but also a Schedule C on the 1040, so an individual as well, if, if that were to, to be the fact pattern. Uh, it's a little bit less common than we would see from our client base and, and, and usually. Um, but, but yes, it's available to, on both sides for the front end as, as well as the back end, as, as we just heard. Um, and then just kind of the overview, uh, it's an incentive that's, that's uh, uh, really an excellent incentive created by uh, Georgia, Georgia legislators to incentivize economic development and, and job creation here in the state. And uh, you know, having, having only been a state for about eight years now, I've seen that tremendous growth. Um, you know, I'm not even looking for it, but, uh, you know, I, I can step out my front door or go on vacation in, in Savannah or to the Georgia, North Georgia mountains and see development and, and production occurring um, and seeing that growth, whether that's uh, hospitality, whether that's catering, uh, you have a lot of businesses that are, that are benefiting from it, but uh, kind of take a step back. Uh, it, it's incentivizing companies to come to Georgia uh, and, and, and produce uh, film, uh, TV series, music videos, uh, you name it. Um, and then also the, the expansion of it on the digital media side, uh, whether that's creating videos uh, or game production, where we have a lot of companies in Georgia that also are producing uh, games, uh, improving upon them, creating new ones, and also claiming the incentive there too. So across the board, uh, it's just uh, a lot of a great boon for the state, and uh, so kind of a nutshell. It's really bring, finding ways to bring development to Georgia, and uh, we've certainly seen that over the years since its creation. Mm -hmm. And that's a wonderful thing that Georgians are able to benefit from uh, the incentives in creating the swell of. Uh, businesses coming here to Georgia, what would you say are some of the top financial benefits uh, for a company uh, handling their, their projects here in Georgia and receiving the credits as a result? Sure. So uh, from that end, uh, the, the credit incentivizes companies to, to use Georgia vendors. So that's the employees here in the state, it's caterers, it's even using Delta Airlines over other airlines uh, from, from that end. So across the board, uh, finding ways to uh, spend that, that money here, and then provided that the company uh, qualifies, from their, their project qualifies for the incentive, and that uh, they're approved, um, and they can claim this, this tax credit available to themselves, um, and they would work with a provider, um, you know, we're a CPA firm or a maybe another team that focuses on, on finding ways to help claim that. Um, and then once it's approved, it's claimed on the tax return of, uh, of that company or that individual. Um, and then kind of, uh, kind of going back to what I said before is you can, if you're profitable, you can offset income tax if you have liability um, or monetize that through payroll or, or sell it. And so uh, you have a lot of companies that, that uh, maybe look at other states and maybe they want to create this production and it might be worth driving an extra few hours and, and just hiring folks in Georgia versus Florida or elsewhere and getting back 20% of your expenses as a credit um, and even an uplift to 30% in, in uh, you know, certain cases too. Uh, so it's a very lucrative benefit for, uh, for companies that are coming here where they can sell that, that credit and reinvest it. Um, and then also on the back end, uh, folks that even want to buying that credit uh, really monetize that and can offset their income tax too, and it's really a win all around. Um, so it's it's you know can't speak highly enough about it, but uh, that that's kind of my perspective on it. It's great. Now, from your perspective, Representative Carson, uh, talk a bit about uh, your role as a legislator in this process. I have to recuse myself uh, uh, on votes, um, and I can't speak too much about it in committee. No. I, that all is true. I, I can't do anything that's a conflict for sure. Uh, and we have we have uh, uh, procedures down at the state capitol to make sure, you know, we uh, because we're a citizen legislature and we come from all walks of life, including uh, tax credits and, C and CPA firms and so forth. But having said that, I do offer um, uh, a unique perspective uh, for all these credits are being created by these statutes and so forth in, uh, in Georgia's revenue uh, title, Title 48, um, I, I offer a unique perspective of what is the impact of this to the corporations earning their credits, uh, being awarded, 
or the redu redemption of the credits with Department of Revenue. I'm, I'm not intimately familiar with that, but I have knowledge of it, but also the impact to the economic development and financing of these projects, i.e. the cash that comes back to the partners and or corporations that create these credits. Uh, I can't, obviously, in, in my role, you know, it, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to carry this legislation or even vote on it or what have you. Mm -hmm. But um, so I have a, I have a limited role, but I would argue it's valuable. I have a number of uh, legislators and lawmakers and others that come to me and say, John, what do you think of this? What are the risks here? What are the benefits for my area, for Atlanta, for South Georgia, for North Georgia, like Frank mentioned? Um, so I, I can weigh in, but um, I, I, I literally I, I can't advocate and I can't obviously vote or carry legislation and so forth. But I, I would think it's valuable for the digital media industry to have somebody like myself down there at the Capitol rather than someone completely outside the industry that uh, is not as uh, familiar with the benefits of it. Got it. And to take a step back, I want to make sure that our viewers understand um, the requirements in order to receive the credits. Is there a revenue threshold in order to take advantage of the tax credits or a, an, an employee size, if you will? So, so there are uh, minimum spend requirements. So okay. uh, it's a little bit different on the uh, the film versus the the game development side. Mm. Uh, but there is a requirement of minimum payroll in place and expenses in place for for a company to use to, to claim that benefit. Okay. Um, and uh, from a, from a, a size standpoint, there's no limitation on on, on the company's size. Uh, historically, you have have companies large as Turner that that are that are claiming claiming this benefit. So, um, there companies of all sizes and and, and shapes uh, can can use the benefit or claim the benefit, um, and it really comes down to meeting the, meeting the kind of minimum threshold of, of of payroll costs. As really, this is a driver and created to incentivize job creation, and that that's that's kind of why that that caveat was put in there is to uh, ensure that that's in place. I see. Okay. So, with that being said, Frank. Talk about how your company assists in seeking, uh, in, in helping those businesses seek credits. Sure. Yeah. So it so it depends on depending on where they are on the cycle. If if they're a, a new company and they're coming to us kind of late in the year and and mm -hmm. their expenses are what they are, uh, they we meet with them, learn about what their efforts were for a project standpoint. Um, and then uh, ensure that it does meet the criteria and would be a, a project that would be certified. Uh, we would work with them on getting that project, that effort certified, and then, and then we would help maximize their benefit by helping look at those costs that, that would be qualified versus non-qualified by looking to see what vendors were in state versus out of state and, and from that perspective. Um, and then uh, prospectively, uh, we would work with them on on consulting them on, on the best way to, to maximize their benefit going forward and, and what ways, what paths to take. And again, kind of more so on the, on the vendor side and on other areas, uh, maybe structuring uh, on uh, maybe opportunity cost of using a certain vendor out of state versus in state and uh, other, other things that may come into play. Again, okay. to maximize their benefit that's available to them. Uh, from the, the gaming standpoint, uh, there, there is a cap on uh, the benefits available. Okay. So, so it is a first come first serve uh, kind of effort. So, uh, so really it's getting, a, getting on ahead of the ball and okay. having, having that applied for very early on in the process. Uh, so no matter who you're working with, if you're performing activities that you think would qualify from that end, you wanna make sure that you're working with a provider that, that knows what they're doing okay. and uh, can help you make that application and, and certification process uh, initiated from day one. I see. Okay. Thank you for that explanation. And since we're talking about planning for success, uh, the businesses in this industry who are preparing for next year, how early is too early? Is now a good time to begin that conversation for those businesses who have not applied before and are thinking about applying? 
I would say it's never too early. Uh, okay. You, you, depending on who you're be working with, uh, mm -hmm. there shouldn't be a cost to at least having a conversation with someone. And I know that we don't we don't charge uh, anyone to speak with our team to even talk through and even help kind of weigh potential benefit. Um, and so uh, I would say it's never too early to at least talk about what your plans are, whether that's a plan for this this tax year or next tax year. Uh, you at least have your ducks in a row and know what to do and who to call. Um, and and uh, once things are, are online, uh, you know that you can qualify and you know that you're ahead of the game uh, by being ready for it rather than kind of, uh, I know a lot of companies kind of in a startup kind of mode, uh, you get off the ground and you have maybe a couple employees and then you realize your first tax return is due April 15th or March 15th and you don't, you don't know a CPA, you don't know an accountant and you're trying to kind of, like a chicken with your, cut, your head cut off, trying to figure out how to get some help. Uh, so really, I think kind of starting that process ahead of time and knowing who to work with and finding someone you're comfortable working with is definitely uh, beneficial. Okay, that's, like that's great. That real quick, because um, in other programs that, that Georgia has, we have uh, uh, the obviously the film production credit and so forth, and that's not capped. Uh, and we have other credits as well. This, the digital media credit, is capped. And so Department of Economic Development needs to make a decision uh, on a you know, regular basis, which credits are, are they going to award to which companies and so forth, and what does that process look like? And the earlier, the better. I just want to understand, understand uh, underscore what Frank said, the earlier, the better. Retain a CPA that's not just you know, uh, somebody preparing your taxes, someone who's well-versed in this area uh, with the state of Georgia, with the Department of Economic Development uh, and their contacts there under Pat Wilson, as well as understands the process with DOR. And now, obviously, you can ask DOR questions and you can ask Department of Economic Development, but having that own CPA advisor to walk you through the process, but to what Frank said, on a timely basis is absolutely crucial. Okay, that's that's good to know. Something that I've learned from our discussion so far is certifying through the uh, Economic Development Department. Um, and that is something that is a prerequisite before receiving the, the tax credit, correct? That's my understanding, yes, yeah. Okay, okay. And so in terms of those who've already taken advantage of the tax credits previously and they want to be able to cash in or, or uh, take advantage of, of some of the other options for future claims. Is it advantageous for them as well to reapply early? Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. So that in a new year, there's a, there's a new uh, amount that's, that's a, uh, there's an amount of funds that's set aside uh, okay. by, by legislators each year. Um, and okay. so that those, that number has changed over the years. Okay. And so as a, um, you know, a kind of first come first serve basis and that there are caps that can be, can be claimed by each company to uh, ensure that more companies can claim that credit. Um, okay. But, but certainly um, really, I know over the years as, as things have shifted over the years, but I know we have folks on our team uh, at our firm that have been ready to, to help make these, make these uh, submissions on, on New Year's day or the first day of the year or second day of the year the first business day of the year really is what that is. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're really um, making sure you get there first and early in order to ensure that the, the benefit can be claimed by this company. Cause uh, you know, if unfortunately if you're a week or two late, you could be losing out on a hundred thousand dollars or $50,000, whatever that amount might be. And that's, that's a lot of money. You know, that's, that's one extra, you know, that's, it's one extra engineer or several jobs or several vendors. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's crucial and critical to ensure that you're ready to go, uh, way before year end. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about some of the other objectives that, that companies may need to consider. They need to file early, but what are some other considerations that need to be taken into account? Representative Carson, how, uh, if you can start us off, off there. Yeah, I think, it, uh, again, it, just, it comes down to planning early and um, and what do you, what does a company expect to do with the credit, right? So let's let's take a real world example. Let's take um, um, a, a digital media company, and they apply for a million credits, and they go through the process, and they retain uh, uh, 
either a tax credit uh, attorney or a CPA who's familiar with the process and so forth. And they say, we're going to, uh, we are going to apply for a million credits. We think we're, our spend is going to be greater than 5 million. So therefore we're going to meet the 20% uh, of X and we're going to uh, qualify for a million credits. The CFO or the partners of that firm might say, well, we're going to use uh, 50,000 of those credits to offset payroll taxes. Mm-hmm. This is uh, a salaries and wages. This is a labor intensive business. Let's be honest. So your, your payroll taxes could be offset uh, first and, and then probably an allocation of the income tax credits uh, to the partners uh, set aside those credits as well. So out of 5 million plus of spend, I earn 20% of the credit of that in the form of a credit. So that's a, let's call it a million dollars. Obviously, and again, to what Frank said, that has to be done early in regard to planning to make sure you're uh, awarded those credits and you're allotted those credits on an early in the process. And you have that million, you save 50,000 for payroll taxes, you save, let's say you allocate another 200,000 to the partners for their uh, Georgia uh, taxes or what have you. Um, and so you now you have 50 plus 250, that's 250,000 that the, that the company is gonna retain. You're gonna market the other 750,000 credits. And that's probably the kind of strategy and timing that mm. partners are thinking to say, I, I'm going to face this out. I'm going to, I'm going to retain 250,000 credits for our operations and our, our tax liabilities, but I'm going to monitor the uh, monetize these 750,000 credits, getting that process going early. Maybe a, a digital media company wants to go through the process of doing a voluntary audit with the department of revenue. I will tell you, in my business, that will uh, get an extra penny to a penny and a half per credit value to what you're doing. So if you have, in that scenario, let's say you sell all 100, excuse me, all a million credits, and you go through the Department of Revenue voluntary audit process, that means an extra $10,000 to you. Now, having said that, that can take, as Frank knows, uh, an extra seven, eight, nine months it's a cost benefit analysis in regard to the time. How badly do you need that uh, cash back into your business? Do you need to pay down lines of credit or do you not have a project coming online for 12 months and I can wait for eight or nine months to uh, get those uh, proceeds? Those are all questions that uh, the, the CEO and the investors and the CFO need to be asking themselves and planning out uh, in regard to how this process is going to work. What are they going to use for themselves? What cash do they need? When do they need it? Okay. that's And that's really good to know. Uh, thanks for pointing that out, that it's not singular in the way in which that you can use your credits, that you can strategize, as you've said, and uh, earmark for uh, specific uh, categories that are of interest to your business. So that's that's really good to know. Sure. Yes. Now, let's talk about investors. Uh, what are the benefits that investors would receive from the tax credits? So I think I will take that. Um, okay. Basically, the investors are coming in and they're looking to obviously promote the industry in Georgia, but they're also looking to invest in the credit uh, and offset it against their taxes. So okay. with, uh, with our firm, we work with probably um, – I'm reaching out to every week about 2,000 plus CPAs in the state of Georgia, all of which have clients. Uh, And this is all the way from Blue Ridge to Atlanta to Savannah, all the way to uh, Thomasville, all the way through. And a lot of people have income tax liabilities um, and they would like to have it reduced if, if at all possible, but do so in a safe, conservative way. And obviously these credits offset Georgia income taxes to Frank's point earlier, dollar for dollar, but they can be uh, purchased uh, on a one-time transfer and you and typically done so at a discount. Um, if you want to throw that slide up that I put up uh, that we put yes. up here, Kimberly. Okay. Uh, that, so folks, this is just for, uh, just for a little background information about monetizing the digital media credits that are available in Georgia. Um, Again, what we said earlier, secure a CPA firm uh, for a quick turnaround because things are moving very quickly in this uh, labor intensive business and time is money essentially. Uh, 
um, obviously involving Department of Economic Development and Revenue early in the process as well as a CPA firm. Uh, that is that is crucial, particularly because there's a cap on the program. Uh, now, I'm not saying the film production companies don't need to, but because there's a cap on this program, getting involved earlier in the process is, is certainly an advantage. Uh, I would recommend working with an experienced broker, uh, not somebody that, you know, just you just go to your local CPA and so forth, because they may not have the knowledge in regard to the one-time transfer and the rules uh, thereon. I would say the pricing, if you're looking to monetize these credits, some of the best things you can do are retain a CPA, like I've said multiple times, to walk you through the process to save you time uh, and money as well. And then set some realistic expectations. It's gonna take a month or two, uh, possibly, hopefully less, depending on when the credits come to market, uh, to sell the credits and to redeem those proceeds back to the digital media company. We're seeing pricing around in the low 80s, low to mid 80s uh, for these credits. You got to keep in mind that one of our buyers that we were working through with CPA firms, corporations, banks, um, financial advisors, where we find so many of our sales leads uh, for investors looking at this, they're comparing, okay, I could look at a film credit, but I could also look at this digital media credit. And, you know, Georgia also has the income housing credits. Georgia has timber credits. You got to keep in, in realistic uh, expectations about what your firm will receive uh, on these credits. Um, that, that's, that's pretty much a, a high level overview on, on those expectations. Okay. So let's do a breakdown. We're talking calendar year. Yes. We have a company who has moved to Georgia, they want to take advantage of the tax credits. Um, they're, they're investors. At what point would they file to take advantage of the credits? Would that be at the time that they're filing their taxes in April in a, in a regular calendar year? Or would it be at another point in the year to take advantage the following calendar year? So the, the, the credit would be claimed on your tax return. So, so the return is performed at the, the year after the, the count, your, your year ends. Okay. Um, however, you want to get them pre-certified, uh, really ideally uh, that, that early on that year. So, the, so pretty much day one mm -hmm. uh, of so January 1st, 20, uh, 2020, uh, those products were already certified for, for those claims. Uh, so really, you want to be thinking about this right away and find, and read this information, reach out to a CPA or, or anyone that would be specializing in this area. Um, and again, just kind of get, get them certified from day one. And then once you're certified, you have, you have a lot of room to file returns later on. Um, but certification really is key to the process. Um, but, but as far as the actual filing of the return and claiming the credit, uh, that's performed it the year later. So, I see. So, so right now, returns that are due July 15th are for 2019 filings. So, so we're already kind of in the past right there, but I think, I think I'll probably leave it, leave it there. I see. Okay. That makes sense. And then from uh, what you were just saying, Representative Carson, as it relates to corporations and uh, your uh, CPA firms and other entities, they then would be able to uh, receive a, a reduction by purchasing uh, the, the credits uh, in the following calendar year. Is that correct? That's correct. That's okay. correct. So basically, I would say um, I'm, uh, I, I'm uh, let's say I'm a small business and I owe a million dollars of tax to the state of Georgia. Okay, so I'm a large business. I owe a million dollars of tax to the state of Georgia. Um, I could elect to just pay that in four equal payments, or I could write uh, one big check or what have you and put be at risk of underpayment penalties. Or uh, for, for tax year 2020, if my liability is a million dollars to the state of Georgia, I could instead choose to uh, purchase credits, and I could purchase uh, uh, a million credits uh, from digital media or other types, and I can pay. A, a discounted price and in the process to the buyer 
save uh, potentially $120,000 or uh, $140,000 or so, depending on the price to the buyer uh, for these credits. I would like to also mention, though, in addition to that, to that in tax to that investor buying the credit at a discount and obviously mm -hmm. making a uh, uh, and saving cash there on their on their taxes. We've seen some clients that will go and say, uh, "We're supporting um, the production of such and such movie or such and such gaming or so forth," and they'll uh, they actually have a PR aspect to it as well. Uh, we're making an investment in our community. We're investing in this business that's uh, uh, has hired uh, 20, 30, 50 people right here in such and such small town or such and such middle town that is making this production. So it, it's not just financial benefits. It also has other benefits uh, from a PR and, uh, and the notoriety of economic development. That's, that's wonderful. And I think this is a good uh, point to... Uh, talk about, Frank, as uh, Representative Carson has mentioned, the different types of tax credits that are available in the state of Georgia. Of course, we, we're focusing on the digital entertainment, but again, as you've mentioned, Representative Carson, we also have the film tax credits, but there are others. So, Frank, if you don't mind sharing with us what some of those others are. Sure. And uh, there, there are some that are mutually exclusive from the uh, the film digital media credit, but uh, a, a couple of the larger and more common ones that a lot of companies maybe don't know, don't know about uh, are the job credit. So if, if you're creating new jobs in, in certain certain locations, certain zones, certain counties, uh, there are thresholds where uh, a certain certain area where you may be adding two jobs can yield you know ten thousand dollars a year in, in, in credits. For those two jobs, as long as they're maintained, um, so that that's one that's one benefit. Uh, and unfortunately, you can't claim that benefit along with the digital me digital media. Um, but what you can claim uh, together with it is the R and D credit. Uh, so from our our side of, uh, of the table with the the video game production companies, yes. uh, they're able to claim not only this this incentive, the uh, the film the game credit and, and sell it they can actually claim the, the Georgia R&D credit. Uh, so we have some fact patterns of some clients where maybe their startup mode, their pre-revenue, pre-net income, they're able to generate a game credit, sell that credit, monetize it, and reinvest it into new job creation. And they can claim the R&D credit for that, de that development and then apply that credit against uh, payroll, payroll withholding tax. Uh, so... Um, what, what you're doing really inherently in, in, in game creation, game development, uh, most times will qualify for the R&D credit. So you can double dip, so to speak, in that regard. And it's very lucrative for a lot of these companies and helps kind of turbocharge their ability to grow as, as, a, as an organization. And so it's, it's really uh, interesting to see and amazing to see some companies that I've worked with for five, six, seven, eight years from uh, you know 50 employees up to 300 employees and, and, and so on and so forth uh, in large part to these these incentives too to help further that growth and that that's really exciting to know that the this is available uh, not only for uh, your companies who can uh, get the the tax credits but you know to also monetize uh, from from the opportunity how do we get the word out? Uh, about the benefit to taxpayers uh, in buying the tax credits? I think I'll take that one, right? Um, basically, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a marketing process over time, and um, it, it, it's, we really rely on getting our message out uh, in regard to the credits, their availability, their pricing, their flexibility for the investors through CPAs and financial advisors. You know, a lot of corporations may uh, purchase these or what have you, but the bulk of the purchasers that we see uh, of the film credit, I will say our firm will probably do anywhere. Um, state tax incentives will probably broker somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 million to 200 million tax credits just this year and uh, just in Georgia. Um, 
I would say the bulk of that, probably 75% of that, of those are going to be through to individuals. And so to answer your question, how do we get that message out? It's going to be up to those tax advisors. It's going to be up to the CPAs and so forth, talking to their investors, excuse me, talking to their clients about the benefits of this and how it uh, is, can, can meet their uh, financial needs. I see. This is amazing. Um, I, I think that this would be of great benefit to those entities to really spread the word and, and get the word out there. Um, yeah, I if anybody, I understand we have a lot, there's a number of people that have W-2 income, therefore they have withholding on their, on their paycheck or what have you. Mm -hmm. But if anybody is a self-employed individual and therefore they're making 500 ES payments, i.e. they're stroking a check once every quarter to the Department of Revenue. If they're not using credits to do that, they're simply overpaying. I understand, you know, someone, uh, 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 an IT executive making say $100,000 in, um, in Atlanta and they have withholding and therefore they're saying, well, why would I do the credits? Because I already have withholding, so they gotta come out of ca cash to do this and then I'll, to, to buy the digital media credit and then I'll use it and get a bigger refund. I may or may not want to do that. But if you don't have the withholding, if you're self-employed or what have you, or maybe um, you have some other type of business where you don't have withholding, credits are absolutely the way to go. And another reason, not just because of the discount, not just because of the PR uh, recognition, but also uh, as Frank knows, credits work proratively throughout the year. So if I write a check to the Department of Revenue mm -hmm. uh, and I'm late by two weeks, I might be hit with an underpayment penalty or what have you. Mm -hmm. If I just go to Aprio and go to their clients and, and talk to a brokerage firm and buy credits, credits work proratively throughout the year. I see. It's as if you've been making 12 payments every, uh, one every month. And you can really limit, not just invest in Georgia, the economy, mm -hmm. not just provide jobs, but also you're greatly reducing your risk of underpayment penalties as well. That's a great usage. And this is very, very good to know. So regarding the economic development, and I know that we've talked about it before, but I think it's, it's really important for us to emphasize, uh, and, and I find it to be very exciting, the economic growth as a result of these tax credits. Talk a little bit about what this uh, program has done for Georgia. I guess I can start that, Frank, unless you want to, but um, yeah, it's, uh, there's an economic answer uh, and then there's a political answer, right? Um, uh, as far as the economic answer, I will say as far as, I'll, I'll answer it in regard to how the film credit, uh, how it's impacted, what have you. The, the total number of credits redeemed in tax year uh, 2019 was somewhere in the neighborhood of 800 million. And various economic impact studies have estimated the impact anywhere from just a couple of billion to upwards of about $9 billion uh, to the state of Georgia. And if you look specifically at the digital media uh, um, program, um, Remind me, Frank, is, is the cap 15 million still, or has it uh, uh, the, any increase been in fact? I think, I think it's uh, 12 and a half. Yeah, right 12 now. and a half, okay. Uh, I think we were looking at going to 15 million. Um, there's various estimates there, Kimberly, in regard to how many jobs are created and for how long. You know, there's a difference between creating one job uh, or, or 12 jobs for a month or one job for a year, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, there's a lot of different estimates in regard to not just how many jobs created, but how many uh, multiple uh, reciprocal jobs. Because if I employ somebody in digital media, and they have uh, and they have and they have a spouse and they have kids, and they're going to the department store, they're going to buy gas, they're buying groceries. I'm creating other jobs in a ripple effect as well. I don't have a clear number on that, uh, but I, I can just tell you from the economic multiple factors of the of the film program, it's, um, it's very large. It could be as much as a tenfold impact based on the number of credits, multiply that by 10, you, you might be in the neighborhood of the economic impact. That's amazing, yes. Frank, do you have anything that you'd like to, to add to that? Yeah, I, I think I, mean, I wholly agree with Representative Carson and uh, you know, there, there's no, 
the exact dollar, you know, it's, it's going to, there's no way to really identify that, but there's no question it's billions of dollars that have been uh, generated uh, based on that development. Uh, you know, I, I've seen firsthand working with, with a lot of our clients and seeing their growth from the, from the game development side and seeing studios grow from five, 10, 15 employees onto hundreds of employees. Um, and then also, you know, we have studios that, that have been, have spun up in South Atlanta, uh, which I would like to visit because I've heard they're enormous uh, facilities and think about all the job creation to have those folks, uh, you know, work down there, all the catering companies. Um, you have a lot of companies that have spun up uh, because of that. Uh, and as Representative Carson said, you know, you just think about the ripple effect of, of folks that are even in town filming or production. They go to the store, they're staying in a hotel, they're staying in an apartment, maybe they're buying a home. Uh, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of activity and uh, it, there's definitely no question it's, it's been uh, an amazing move uh, to have this incentive. And uh, we definitely have benefit, benefited from it uh, really coast to uh, not coast to coast, but, but all over the state. Well, I want to thank you both because this, this talk has been eye-opening in learning more step-by-step step about the, the tax credits, how we can take advantage of the tax credits and how the tax credits are benefiting uh, everyone in the state of Georgia. So thank you so much for taking your time in explaining the process. As we get ready to close, what are the key components uh, that you'd like for our viewers to walk away with in knowing um, what you've what you've just shared? Sure. Um, uh, at least from my perspective, if uh, you know, regardless of, of where you are in, in your business or, or as a taxpayer in Georgia, uh, there's potential to benefit from this incentive that's been afforded to to us. Uh, so whether you're you're either working on film production or creating a game studio, um, one thinking about creating one yourself, or if you're a taxpayer on the back end uh, and finding ways to help support these companies by buying their credits and help help to uh, you know benefit yourself even in a in a small way uh, on the, uh, the the tax side, uh, or really depending on what that that benefit really is. Um, but, but really, if you think you could benefit from any, any of these incentives, really, it's getting educated on it. Uh, so if you're even really interested to reach out, uh, you know, so we have a team, but there are a lot of excellent folks out there that specialize in this, in this incentive and these incentives um, and really getting educated from it, making sure that on the front end, you're planning and ready to go for this next year um, and, and, and finding a way to, uh, you know, seek out help if, if you need it. But uh, that's kind of my quick perspective on it. And as far as my, uh, my take on the components necessary for, for really growing your business and taking it to the next level, you just need to understand the marketplace, whereas you have near, uh, it's essentially unlimited uh, uh, investment or what have you, more companies are coming in and so forth to, uh, into Georgia. I'm hearing a lot of uh, technology companies are locating in, uh, in Macon and Savannah. I, I'm sure Atlanta has uh, the bulk. But just understand that planning early and retaining a, 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 an experienced advisor on the origination of the credits is absolutely key. You have a finite number of credits and uh, a theoretically infinite uh, amount of demand for them. So the people that plan, that have everything in a row, once they go to the Department of Economic Development, as well as uh, initial conversations with the DOR, those are the ones that are going to benefit. And to Frank's point, that could mean that extra 100,000 of credits or 500,000 of credits multiplied by what you expect to get as far as um, proceeds, that could be several vendors. That could be a full-time person. It could be a full-time executive. It could make all the difference. Uh, planning is key. Keeping expectations uh, in check in regard to these things don't happen overnight, but it's a, it's a great financing tool to, uh, to grow in your business, uh, your digital media business here in Georgia. And I particularly like, like the fact that you both mentioned that you can support a specific project that's here in Georgia. So that's, that's really good to know. So thank you for sharing that. We can, so, yeah, and on the film credits, we have, we have some uh, clients that specifically want horror movies, which really? I think is kind of <laughs> odd. And I'm also marketing credits that are faith-based. Uh, uh, so 
you know, it, it runs the gambit. But yes, uh, you know, as as a as an investor, you have the uh, choice to be uh, selective. So, yes, that is great. Well, you all have provided such. Uh, rich information. Thank you so much. If there are viewers who would like to contact you directly, what is the best way to reach you? So uh, you can search my name through our, our website, aprio.com, um, or you can shoot me an email, uh, frank.pataglia at aprio.com. And, or I'm sure Kimberly can help out and probably can, can push that information as well. Um, or find me on, on LinkedIn if, if you happen to be on there as well. And for me, uh, it, as an elected uh, person, it's, it's pretty easy to find my contact information. But John Carson, at, uh, and you can just find me on a Google search, John Carson State Tax Incentives. Uh, and my information is all out there, including my uh, email and cell, website and so forth, and LinkedIn profile. Happy to help and happy to have a conversation to help you get started. Wonderful. Well, that is our time for this evening. And I want to share with viewers, if you take a look at the link below, you'll see that you can text us, text blue tips to 63975 if you'd like to receive a copy of the slide that Representative Carson shared, and we'll be sure to get that to you. And in closing, I hope that you've enjoyed the reliable and actionable information. There, again, are, are links posted below so that you can, one, rate this discussion, and two, get the slide that Representative Carson has provided. You also receive a complimentary white paper from Blue Scorpion Reputation Management as a part of being a viewer this evening. Yeah, there was a question that, we, uh, that I, I neglected to answer. There was about R&D credits by county. You can find that information at www.georgia.org. That is the economic development website. And you can take a look. If you just go to www.georgia, spelled out, .org, and uh, go look under tax incentives and then uh, R&D, you'll be able to find some information there. So I just need to get that in. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. It looks like our moderator, Michael, uh, may have uh, froze on us. So if we weren't able to answer your questions this evening, we promise that we'll follow up and get those questions answered. So in closing, we're, we are a platform to be of service to one another by learning from one another. At BSRM, we want to make sure that your business is okay. And please be sure to browse our website at bluereputation.today for more information. Thank you so much, Frank, for joining us and thank you so much representative carson for joining us as well you all both are welcome back anytime you'd like to talk about tax credits or what you have going on thank you so much thank you thank all you right very much. have a good day you too